Hey guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Hoop. This is podcast number three. And on today's episode, I'm going to be discussing last night's games. There was many teams that played last night, and most of the games were tight till last minute. To start off, the 76ers versus the Nets. The 76ers did end up winning, but only by six. And for the Nets, Irving is finally back, but he missed last, night game, last night's game because of a tight hamstring. But they put on a good game, and they showed what they could do, or almost complete without Irving. They didn't beat the 76ers. They could have probably won the 76ers if they if Irving would have played last night, but he didn't and they showed that like they were close even without him. The 76ers played without Embiid because of his finger last week, but they showed everything. They they showed that they could win. They showed what they're capable of. The 76ers actually went down on the standings, so they needed this win. And without Embiid playing, Simmons made 34 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists. Richardson had 15 points. Harford had 19. Tobias Harris had 15. So they had they had their players, and the players did what they needed to do without Embiid. So that's what got them the win. Their defense was really good for both teams, and obviously the offense was good. Just the 76ers ended up winning it by six points. Another team and another game that everyone was talking about, that everyone was waiting for, was... Thunder versus Rockets. Everyone wants to see Westbrook and Harden against Chris Paul. Everyone wants to see that, and that's what gets the game so interesting. Thunder did win by five points. Chris Paul had a career high for the first half of 27 points, so everyone was happy there because who doesn't want someone to do a career high? Um, James Harden, was, which is known for his like threes and doing everything from three and being super good, he actually missed 16 threes last night, which had everyone in shock. He still had 29 points, but coming from Harden, you expect him to make his threes, and everyone was shook because why is Harden missing threes? It's like Curry missing threes. Like, what's going on? Um, Westbrook did lead with the most points. He had 32 points. Um, Capella had 12, and P.J. Tucker, surprisingly, only had 5 points. Um, P.J. Tucker, I think, could have made more points because of the talented player he is, and Capella... He made 12 points. He could have still done more. Harden was the one that had everyone in shock because Harden missing 16 threes. That guy is the like one of the best from threes. Like what, what, what was going on? And for a really tight game, the one that went overtime and everything, Heat versus Kings. The Heat have a 19-1 and home record now because they beat the Kings, but they had been losing on the, on the road with teams that have more losses than wins so everyone was like how could they be so close with the kings the game was tied until the kings made it 105 103 with 1.9 seconds left um dragic took it out passed it to bam bam dunked it tied the game and that's when we went to overtime but the whole game was really good even though the heat should have had an advantage over the kings because of how many losses and how on the standing like how low on the standings the kings are on the western side they're on their number they're right on top of the warriors so it's not good but whatever we did win the heat did win um they only won by 5 but they they won they went overtime which actually the heat have the most overtimes this season like wins they are 7 and 0 and the heat actually become the fourth team to have 30 wins this season to start off, I have to say happy birthday to Tyler Hero. Um, he's really young and has so much talent, and he has so much more to show and continue growing in life and in basketball. 
Um, in yesterday's game, Butler was out, so that was a disadvantage for the Heat, but an advantage for the Kings, even though they did lose. But it sh- it like they tried to win without Butler. Um, the Heat had many t- like had way too many turnovers that shouldn't have happened. Like they would pass the ball, Duncan would miss it, or like it would come out of his hands. Like it could happen, just not as much as it did. And versus a team like the Kings, um. The the start of the game, Myers Leonard started off with the seven points he had in the game, but he started it. He made the first three was Myers Leonard, and then he dunked it. What I did notice that the Heat weren't doing that well was defense. The the Kings were going like the players of the Kings were going in. Bagley was going in. Fox was going in. Like if it was nothing, and Bam was on the bottom, or Leonard was on the bottom, or Johnson was in the bottom, and no one would do the defense right. Olenek would be just looking at them like, I don't know, they should have done something smarter for them to have won without overtime. They were just letting them go to the paint easily and letting them score easily. That shouldn't have happened. James Johnson, you don't usually see this from James Johnson. He had 22 points. Um, Nunn had 25 points. Hero, the 20-year-old, happy birthday again, had 6 points. Um, James, I mean, Jones Jr. was actually poked in the eye and that scared everyone because you, we can't lose a player like Jones Jr. So he was down. He, the play kept going. They didn't even call timeout. Um, he was down on the side of the court and when the time was called, people had to come and help him up because he couldn't see and his eyes were shut. He couldn't do anything. So they had to help him back to the locker room. He did end up coming back for overtime. So that's good. He's fine. But that was a really big scare. And for the Kings, they did play good overall. They almost beat the Heat, and the Heat are number two on the Eastern side. So that was a close call. And if the Heat would have lost this game, it would have been only their second lose at home. And it would have been by a team that has more losses than wins at home. So that wouldn't have been good because the only only loss we have at home is against the Lakers, which are number one on the Western side. Um, for the Kings, Fox and Heald played really good. They were going back and forth with points for a while. Like Heald would shoot a three, Heald would go in, or Fox would go in or shoot a three. So that showed that they're good players individually. They they are a good team. They have good plays. But again, you can't compare them to a team that's on top of the standings. Bagley, who played with Duke a couple years back, that was actually drafted for 2018, round one, pick two. He had 15 points, so he he's a really good and talented player. He knows what to do. He goes in. He he's a good he's a good player. The Kings defense was obviously really good. They took the ball from the Heat many times. I think it was like 22 times. So that shouldn't have happened on the Heat side, but at least the defense for the Kings was good. Another game that was really really good yesterday was the Lakers versus the Celtics. Everyone is also talking about this game because it is the first time that Kemba Walker beats LeBron. It's the first time ever. Just yesterday, before the game, Kemba Walker had 0-28 against LeBron. Zero wins for Kemba Walker. And he finally got one. He showed what he can do. He showed... Well, everyone knows that Kemba Walker is is a great player. Like He's really good from everywhere. He knows what to do. And anywhere on the court, he knows what to do. Walker had 20 points, which um, Brown also had 20 points. Jason Tatum is a really is another really good player. Had 27 points. Hayward had 16. And the Celtics didn't just beat the Lakers. They didn't just 
beat LeBron. They didn't just beat Anthony Davis. They beat the Lakers by 32 points. The Lakers are number one on the Western side. The fact that they beat the Lakers by so many points was great on the Celtics side. The Celtics overall have a really good and powerful team. Um, they have good individual players, and then they play great together. There's Hayward, there's Jason Tatum, there's Brown, there's Kemba Walker, there's Marcus Smart. They have so many players that are so talented and can can get really far in the standings. They probably make it to the playoffs. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. It's going to be the um, Celtics, the Heat, and the Bucks. It's going to be somewhere between them, but the, the Celtics are going to go really far. I do think that the Heat can beat the Celtics, but... You never know. The, Heat, the Celtics have really good, really good players. For the Lakers last night, McGee did really good. Um, McGee's known to get the rebound, make the point right under the basket, which last night he did, and he had 18 points for himself. Kuzma and Rondo had 13, and LeBron had 15. Surprisingly, Anthony Davis only had, only had 9 points in 23 minutes. I would have expected more, knowing that he's Anthony Davis, but... Again, everyone has their games. I did expect I did expect the Lakers to do better because winning, I mean losing by 32 points against the Celtics. The Celtics again are a really good team, but losing to the Celtics by 32 points, like it wasn't even tight. Like what was going on? Like they the Lakers being number 1 on the western side, which the western side is the hardest from the western and the eastern, being that they're number 1 on the western side, like losing by 32 points like I don't know that was a little strange like, obviously it wasn't their game but again the Celtics are a very powerful team that have individual players that can go really far in a game but the Lakers do remain on top on the western side right after the Lakers it's the Nuggets the Jazz the Clippers Mavericks Rockets and then the Thunder and for the eastern side it is the Bucks then the Heat then the Raptors, Celtics, 76ers, Pacers, and then Magic. So that's the standings for right now. There is one game tonight, which is the Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. That's going to be a good game as well because the Clippers have a great team. They have Leonard. They have Paul George. They have Patrick Beverly. They have really good players, but so do the Mavericks. The Mavericks have Donick. They have Porzingis. They have Seth Curry. They also have very talented players. Donick is going is going crazy. He's doing a bunch of things. Porzingis has always been good. Seth Curry isn't that hyped because of his brother. But Seth Curry is super talented and also makes threes like crazy. So we might not know. Like we may, we never know what's gonna happen in this game. Dallas could win because of the talented players they do have. But then also the Clippers have Leonard. They have Paul George, which are also very talented players, but they have more experience than Donick and Porzingis and Seth Curry. So let's see what happens in tonight's game. Okay, guys, that's it for today's podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, share, and follow the podcast's Instagram, which is at Behind the Hoop. And stay tuned for more episodes.